Keep it together. Hello again, and thank you for tuning in to the only source of news guaranteed to not make you cry. It's better than news. It's Keep It Together with the Rose Bros, and I am Delaney Rose. Delaney has a missing person's, like, corkboard, but it's to find herself. That's so close to the truth that it makes me want to take it down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Destin Rose. Destin was paid by the government to kill spiders with a flamethrower. Oh my gosh, I really was. When you put it that way... Didn't you, like, wake up next to one? Probably. There were a lot of spiders. I I don't mean, like, after a crazy night. I mean, like, didn't, like, weren't there spiders (laughs) in in your sleeping bag? I don't think they were ever in my sleeping bag. I seem to remember you said that, like... The camel spiders like to, like, cuddle up with people. No, that is, uh, snakes? Are you thinking of snakes? Camel spiders numb your bite area, and then they just start chewing. I hate that. They just start chewing. You might wake up, and your foot's hanging on by a thread, and there's a big camel spider just waving at you. And that's why Dustin has one foot. Uh, I'm Dayton, Rose. Uh, Dayton always has an infected foot. Literally always, somehow. Including currently. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you tell us about that? Why don't, why don't oh, you tell our listeners not. all about your infected foot? I'm sure that's what they want to hear about. Certainly not, but I I did get like a, a small storage bin to use as a foot bath. <laughs> um, you want to talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> so a foot, yeah. a foot bath is like a give, give is like a staple in in a Dayton household. You got to have your foot bath well this is the first time i've had one and i'll be honest i'm loving the results yeah who knew that warm water was such a was such a or had such curative properties just water also i thought i didn't know it was an infection at first i thought it was something else and so i just basically blasted my toe with acid um what several days and that didn't help (laughs) (laughs) let's move on (laughs) We, we need to give him fodder for the fan art (laughs) <laughs> oh my god no yeah <laughs> i want to see don't draw my infected we're, toe we're gonna do a uh, contest oh my god fan art infected toe contest you know how the internet is about feet that's what i'm trying to avoid nobody wants to draw your feet <laughs> he deliberately has infected feet all the time so that nobody ever wants to look at them <laughs> yeah i blasted my foot with acid so that no one could fetishize them <laughs> you can't be talking about fan art just yet that's a bold claim to think that someone's gonna draw dayton's foot that's, never say never you can send it to our p.o box well, hey when you now do. destin i'm sort of uh now i'm ang- now i'm indignant now i want people to draw my feet i have i have art worthy feet it's because i made it that way I implanted that one into you. Oh, I thought you said you made my feet draw words. <laughs> like you made my, you crafted them, <laughs> you sculpted them. Uh, Dustin made Dayton's feet beautiful. Go ham. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so, guys, what's the scoop this week? Any personal headlines that you'd like to share? Um. Oh, uh, that's a good way to word this. Man headbutts shark. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Great start. Uh, I went to this beach with some family that flew down into Cali. So there were these waves. They were looking plump. These waves were dummy thick. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they were chonky. They were chonking. 
Those are different things. <laughs> These waves were intimidating. Uh-huh. It was Newport Beach, and I'd never been there before, but there was this part where it's like pretty much like a 40 a 40 degree incline and the waves would just crash right like you know how waves break sometimes and then they kind of flow gently to the to the shore these waves would break and then fall directly onto the shore and it'd just be like sand flying everywhere and like what? you could feel the ground shake when these giant waves would crash to the floor and so like i was like okay let's see let's see what what these things are made of because I, I like big waves and getting like tossed around and stuff it could cause like broken bones now like oh. I, I learned that they are actually they could actually be pretty dangerous. Sure. They're not just big fluffy. But waves. you know we li- we live for a good time, not a long time. So continue. You live like you were dying. But uh, so the first wave, it's like way taller than a person. So like as it was starting to break, I like head dived into it, and something was in that wave. It left a huge bump on my forehead. Like it was like I head butted a straight up rock, <laughs> and I had this huge bump on my forehead, and it like. <laughs> I don't. I don't even really remember like what the yeah, wave. because of the brain damage. What the wave probably. did to me afterwards. I just remember getting all skinned up, scraping against the sand, and just being tumbled around. But I like got up, and I'm. I'm just guessing I had butted a shark. So he was probably just in there, like looking at a big tasty beef man. Yeah, and your truth. So when I head butted him, he probably just got scared and swam away. So that that was that was. I mean, are you sure it wasn't just the the water? No, I'm sure it was a big, great white shark. <laughs> I know it wasn't the water. I know it wasn't the water because... He knows it was a shark because actually whenever he got out of the water, he heard a bubbly voice that said, Oh, bye, beef man. Beef man, you looked so delicious. <laughs> Not of respect as he swam away. <laughs> I am rock shark. <laughs> I am rock <laughs> I am Rock Shark of the Rock Clan. I am Beef Man of the Beef Clan. <laughs> you have been a worthy opponent, Beef Man. <laughs> I found you worthy too, Rock Shark. <laughs> Just wait, your hour of need, you're gonna like you're gonna be getting like mugged or something, and then flopping down the alley. In dry land, the the shark is gonna be there, just like I'm coming, Dustin, and just like <laughs> no beef man, squirming. I'm, I'm coming. No, Rock man, Shark no would deal land. with me himself at this point. We kind of earned each other's respect in that moment. But you would what? So, Rock Shark wouldn't send his goons after me. Rock Shark would would deal with things face to face. No, what I mean it. What I mean is, uh, he that that. Rock Shark will save you whenever you're yes. getting mugged. Oh, okay. Ro- oh, okay. I, see. I thought you. you meant like Rock Shark. Was gonna send his dudes to mug me because I headbutted him. No, no he will no. come and headbutt your rival out of respect. That's good. Yeah. Yes, you're Beef Man forever now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> beef Man forever is my favorite anime. Um, <laughs> I had a pretty crazy week with some oh, yeah? publishing stuff and with work or whatever. But um, no school work. But turn it into a headline. No, because it's not interesting. Um, I'm trying. Oh. To, there's one thing I did which we'll get to, but um. Oh, I will say this, though. It's not much of a headline. It's popping off at Dollar Tree. Do you hear about this? No, what? Not not anything in particular. They've just got a lot of good dishware. I had to <laughs> I had to go. Have you heard about, like, is this something on the news? No, no, no. Like, breaking news, Dollar Tree has popping dishware. I don't know, man. That's You wait, said it like it, it was something we might have heard about. Yeah, I did. I did say you heard about this. That's just a thing that I say, you know. It's an old, an old Datanism, you know. I just kind of like to keep it fresh. Um, 
yeah, I don't really have too much commentary on that, but I was I had to buy a spread for a release party for my publication, which is the closest I get to sound like I actually do anything with my time. And um yeah, we just got went to Dollar Tree and I might just have to buy everything from Dollar Tree now. Dollar Tree sponsor me. Wow. Dude, I literally had that same exact thought this week because they have food. Yeah. They have other stuff. And what else do you need? I mean, pretty much. I spent so much money on food. I spent more money on food than I should. I mean, yeah, that's where all my money goes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so what was the thing that you're going to get to about your week? That's literally it. No, you said you said there's one thing I did that I'll get to later. No, the only thing that happened was I had a release party for my publication. It went well. Good. That's the end of the story. Although one of the professors did read a poem that was about they wrote in college about them boinkin um oh. they did not know it was at the time like boink 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 like boink 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 yeah just saying boink no well maybe depending on who you are wait so who wrote about boinking i've probably already incriminated them too much let's just say that a certain a person when we were doing the poetry readings read a poem that they wrote a long time ago that they did not read before before going up with it and it was about it was about them boinking. Oh, good. <laughs> That's fun. And it was a party for you? No. It was not sort of a me party. <laughs> it was a party that Dayton held for himself where everybody got together and read their bo- boinking poems. <laughs> you said you threw it, which means like, were you the coordinator? <laughs> well, I'm the editor-in-chief. Uh, <laughs> although... I mean, when I throw parties, boink poems are like required byobp <laughs> boink poems he sat in a chair with a hat on his head like a special hat like a king hat some may call it yeah. <laughs> and, and everybody took turns reading their boink poems <laughs> to him <laughs> at him <laughs> while kneeled yeah. to him and, well all the while i was whispering feed me feed me <laughs> All right. Well, that's strange. Hey, don't judge. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Whatever bloats his goat. <laughs> oh, golly. All right. Well, let's get into the news. Wait, I didn't do my week. Yeah, let's just get to the news, though. Let's just go on. <laughs> no, I I actually honestly had a pretty lame week. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh. anything that happened. I, I made the unconscionable decision this morning to drink a glass of milk without any lactate. And so that's kind of been my day so far. Yeah, so Delaney, you're lactose intolerant. This is a fairly recent development. Yeah, it happened. It's bad. I hate it so much. Dude, I feel... Because I just, I can't resist the white gold. Okay, well, (laughs) why is it... I feel like this is a curse where a person with the, with whatever gene makes you lactose intolerant is the same gene that makes you just love milk. I love milk, but I can only drink it with ice in it. Yeah, which has always really bothered me. I remember that. I am not a serial killer, first off. Um, <laughs> that sounds like something that not a serial killer would say. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I only drink milk with ice in it because I don't like whenever it gets even the slightest bit warm because then it reminds me that it came out of a nipple. I drink all of my milk out of a balloon with a hole poked in it for the exact opposite reason. <laughs> <laughs> out of a latex glove. <laughs> <with> the... <laughs> yeah. I need to know that this came from a nipple. 
just like to know where my food is sourced from, okay? That's what he was drinking whenever everybody was reading him their boink poems. <laughs> Sucking milk from a latex glove. Sucking down milk from a latex glove. <laughs> wow. Like all good birthdays. Oh, Ew. Uh, and I specified that I'm not a serial killer because... Oh, a while back, people found out that I drank milk that way, and then they said that I was a serial killer because yeah, that's something the, that a serial killer would do. That's something a serial killer would do for sure. <laughs> and then yeah. a guy that is now in prison for stabbing somebody came into <laughs> one time and did drink milk with ice in it, and so now I have to specify Whoa. that I am in fact not a serial killer. Okay, at least there's some like there's some reason why they just immediately went to serial killer. Like that seemed like a weird a weird connection. Like milk with ice. Boom, serial killer. Serial killer. You only, you only do that if you're a psychopath. I didn't know that it was such a rigorous law, and I'm wondering if we should just start arresting people who drink their milk with ice before they can commit the crimes. Okay, but don't arrest me, though, because I'm, I'm definitely 100% not a serial killer. No, you don't get special treatment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, that like the fact that I'm telling you all about how I drink milk with ice in it just goes to show that I did not have an interesting week at all. Yeah. Um, I met the devil. That was cool. Oh. Yeah, so we can move on to the news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, what about the devil? How's old Scratch doing? How's that old, how's my good friend Beelzebub these days? Well, she definitely threw me off because she was wearing a cross necklace. Okay. You know, to try to disguise herself, I guess. Uh-huh. But she yelled at her husband for com- for no reason at all while she was sitting in my section at work and she was the most horrendous person that I've ever encountered um and I'm only slightly exaggerating she made a couple a couple awkward moments at that table because while I was taking their order the guy was just like oh, I had a big breakfast so I'm going to be ordering light and then she turned to him and was like uh she doesn't need to hear your entire life story okay so uh if you would just order I'm pretty sure it's like the waitress's biggest pet peeve to just have to stand there and listen to your life story so uh why don't you just order your food and stop wasting her time and I was like I, I like stopped the stopwatch that I was holding whenever she she began speaking. <laughs> actually, ma'am, you took way longer to say your whole thing than he did whenever he told me he had a late breakfast. Also, my biggest pet peeve is people speaking for me. So, <laughs> so thanks for that. It was very awkward, though. Yeah, and then she took her uh, well-done top sirloin and slunk back into the earth. <laughs> well-done sirloin, dipped it in ketchup and sunk back into the shadows. <laughs> That's something that yeah. I think, I don't know if this is a common thing. I know that, like, there was an entire side of our family that ordered all of their steaks, like, past well-done and dipped it in ketchup. It's just a waste of meat. It's just a waste of time. <laughs> waste of time. Waste of meat. It's not going to taste good when it's well-done. It's like eating a shoe. To those of you out there who like well-done steaks, uh... We're, we're... Go to the underworld. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not that's not exactly now. what I was gonna say. For, hey, uh, just like for all of our fans out there that like a uh, well done steak, just do us a favor, face God, and walk backwards into hell. <laughs> hey, hey, people, who get this steak well done. Okay, just follow my instructions. Oh my God! Hold your breath. <sighs> Okay, guys, let's get on to the news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, 
let's let's get let's get going. Yeah, let's do this. Delaney, start the news thing so I can interrupt you. All right, um, are we ready to get into the news, you guys? Well, hold on there, Delaney. Oh, who's this? Wee 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 It's your old pal. Well, okay, my voice cracked. It's your old pal, Deep Dayton. <laughs> hi, hi, Deep Dayton. Hi. Uh, how's your how's your day been? Been good. Oh, I thought this was gonna be more intense. <laughs> no, <keep> music. <laughs> how's your day been? It's been very. Uh, I mean, I drank milk. Oh, that was That's today. pretty much it. That's rough. Did you have any good breakfast? There. Is, okay, hold on. Pause real quick. I'm gonna pause the interruption. There is currently an old lady outside my window, pushing a stroller that is empty. Uh, easy. Curb alert. She found a free stroller. She's not going to carry it back. Okay. Which does mean, however, that there was a stroller that did not have a baby in it somewhere. I actually drove by a, a stroller with no baby in it today, but oh. there was a big sign on it that said free. So I'm glad there was no baby in it, because if there was a big sign on the stroller that said free and there was a baby in it, that would have been a that little been concerning. Right, can I get to my thing? Yes. Yeah. Go on. All right. Uh, so, did you, did you have a good breakfast? Did you get all your vitamins, minerals? Uh, no. I had milk with ice. Did you have a good breakfast, Dayton? I did, I did. I, I fried up some, I, I diced some potatoes, fried them up, put them with uh, some scrambled eggs, a nice little scramble bowl, cool. some seasoning salt. It was a good time. Uh, so, not meaning to be rude, but why are you here? Oh, oh. Yeah, Deep Dayton. I'm here for another segment of Dayton Goes Deep. <laughs> deep Dayton. What have you been up to this time? Well, I'm gonna keep. Are you okay, story. Deep Dayton? I'm, I'm, I'm total. Uh, well, actually, I love you. <laughs> I love you, Deep Dayton. <gasps> okay, thank you. But um, I'm gonna sort of do my thing. If that's that's good. No, no, no. Go on, go on, go on. We're good. We're cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not great. I'll tell you that because last night I played a little game called. Uh, I love you, Colonel Sanders. A finger looking, finger looking good. <laughs> oh no, deep dating. Yes! A finger looking good dating simulator. Well, what's a finger looking good? No. <laughs> <laughs> How long was the gameplay? I have eighty-four minutes logged. <laughs> and are you are you even like this game for a long time? Was that the tip of the iceberg, or did you beat the? Th- no, I beat it. It's a, it's a, so. Okay. Tell me every single detail about your date with Colonel. I just want to see you smile, Deep Dayton. <laughs> okay, well, it's this all I game want. robbed me of my ability to smile. I played uh, last night. I set up my laptop in the living room. Me and my friends all sat around and played some <laughs> I Love You, Colonel Sanders. Um, I finished uh, it this morning because we actually didn't get to finish it last night. So I was <laughs> so it alone. I, I was actually blitzing through before the recording because I was like, okay, please be done. Um. A few things about I Love You, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> First of all, oh my god, the branding. Yeah? The, so the premise of this is that you go to a culinary school with a three-day semester, and there's uh, two. There's your best friend, who I cannot remember the name of, because they have a really strong impression, and <laughs> the two bullies, your rivals, who are Ashley okay. and uh, Van Van the Man Man. <laughs> oh wow! Um, which, okay. By the way, Dustin, this is this one's for you. Van Van the Man Man is just a JoJo character. <laughs> He's incredibly muscular, and his hair goes out in the shape of a star. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's just JoJo. Yeah. Anyway, it's just just crazy. It's very much. We'll, we'll talk about the game. It's the the professor's a dog. What? Wow. 
The professor is a dog named Sprinkles, and uh, there's a new student, and his name is Harlan Sanders. Wow. Uh, called Colonel Sanders, and whenever he walks into the room, cherry blossom petals blow through. Oh, And he no. rides it on a horse, and he's just so attractive. They did make Colonel Sanders, like, weirdly attractive, yeah. He's, he's just hot. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy because colonel sanders was a real man but they're like (laughs) they're very much like um give him an upgrade an anime upgrade well like the premise is that he was like the most popular person at his school and he was but he was the prom king of a different school but he was too cool to show up oh wow it was like run-of-the-mill mary sue he's it's just them filleting (laughs) colonel sanders for 84 minutes um, and you know what? He's not a respectful lover. I'll tell you that. <laughs> really? <What? laughs> no. Why is that? He's He doesn't care about what I have to contribute to the relationship. Well, <laughs> <laughs> how do you know this? He's just a jerk. He didn't care about what I, like, I had an option to suggest a new ingredient for his thing. And he got mad and he was like, don't try and mess with my recipe, okay? Oh, man. Wow. And in the end, he didn't even let me be his business partner. I mean, we we fell in love, but he was like, I'm not going to let you cook with me. What? What? Yeah. That's a weird move for KFC to make. Drop him. You could do better. Exactly. He's a jerk. I, I did try and neg him once, and I immediately lost the game. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I can't remember. I basically said, like, I was like, that chicken was really good. It reminded me of this food stand I tried one time. And he was like, what? And I was like, but it was a good food stand. And then the game itself got mad at me. Like, in the narration text, it was like, hey, you know, this game is date Colonel Sanders, right? Not not be a jerk to Colonel Sanders. And then I lost. Really? What? Yeah. That's bizarre. The game railroaded me into... into... There was a game over. It's like, you died. Anyway, it was basically <laughs> just a long commercial. And it was just weird. It was... I. I didn't know how I was going to sort of talk about it whenever I whenever I started this segment. There's a lot of other problems with it that I don't care to get into, which I, I don't think are I think are sort of outside the scope of this uh, of this game. But wow, it's just crazy. It's just a big KFC advertisement. So they made Colonel Sanders. Yeah. A pouty, hot anime boy that doesn't respect you as a lover and you're supposed to kiss his toes until he finally agrees to date you and that's their that's their slant? Yes, but he makes very good chicken. What? I don't know. It's crazy. And and also they like expect you you're basically supposed to ditch your ditch your best friend. What? Like you're there's a point where you have to choose between your best friend and Colonel Sanders. And, like, I'm pretty sure the game would have hard-canceled me if I chose with my best friend. Dude! That's we- that's actually really weird. One second. I'm gonna just, I want to see... Yeah, that's actually that's actually super, like, a really weird take for the KFC people to, uh, I don't know, to give. Like... Yeah. The, the headline of this article is pretty much how I feel about it, uh, which is, I played KFC's bizarre Colonel Sanders dating game, so you don't have to. Yeah, oh. that's you don't have to, everybody. I think this is like a budding cult that's going to be centered around Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Well, I saw I saw the term in one of the articles I was reading about this. I saw the term um, brand horniness. What? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Which is uh, they were talking about like a, a slight increase in trends of brands trying to get you to be sexually attracted to their mascots. <laughs> in this day and age, that's not a bad that's not a bad way to go for advertisements. No. Yeah. Uh. 
I mean, exactly. But but you should make him like a respectable character if you're gonna go that route. You shouldn't just like make your mascot a dick. Hey, they're pioneering right now. It was a little tongue in cheek, but um, also just just wow. They're not gonna get everything right when they blaze the trail. Quit talking about Colonel Sanders like that. Okay, yeah, you're right. Sorry, sorry, Colonel. Sorry, CEO. Sorry, Colonel. Respect me. Love me. There's not an ending that lets you um, not date Colonel Sanders. So I think you pretty much just have to side with him and not your best friend. Whether you like it or not? Pretty much. Oh. Wait, so even if you choose your best friend, you end up dating Colonel Sanders? I believe so. He's gonna. Maybe he'll be like, I, I like that you uh, respect friendship so much. You, you choose the best friend and then there's like a freak fryer accident. Accident. Maybe. I, I'm not going to... Here's the thing about that. There's I could do that. I, that's a question I could easily answer. I'm not going to play that game again. Don't go back. Don't stare into the abyss any longer, brother. Yeah, pretty much. That, that was the energy the game had. Anyway, so that's um 84 minutes of my life down the drain. Say, um, say it in deep dating voice. Yeah, so... Uh, <clears throat> well, that's 84 minutes of my life down the drain. <laughs> but I do it all for my fans. Like me! <laughs> deep dating. Just, just like you, buddy. Um, yeah, so don't play this game. It's bad for a lot of reasons. Your wish is my command, Deep Dayton. Tell me something else to do. Okay, um... I'm kind of skeptical about this Deep Dayton fella. I choose my best friend. Silence her. You are now marked for death. What? Three. Uh, what? what two. Why is, my, why is my house shaking? One. What is next, Deep Dayton? I'll wait for the assignment while I close out this segment. Um, yeah, don't play this game. Uh, there are a lot of good VNs out there. You really don't have to resort to what is basically a prolonged KFC advertisement. I mean, there's some funny moments in there, but not enough to not enough to. There's one part. Oh, I didn't mention this. There's one part where I actually died. What? Wait, what? I, try, I tried Colonel Sanders chicken with the eleven herbs and spices, and it gave me a vision of the universe. And one of my options was swim towards the light, and I did. And I was in a flavor-induced coma from which my friend couldn't shake me, and I got a game over. <laughs> What the? They're wild. <laughs> that, that's pretty good, on? actually. That one was very funny. Anyway, that's been this episode of Dayton Goes Deep. <laughs> yeah, I felt uncomplicated to clap. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, do we have Dayton back? Is Dayton? Yeah, no, I'm here. Is Delaney back? I think she died. Oh, I'm good now. Yeah, here's the, the weird thing. Dayton and Deep Dayton are two completely different and unrelated people. I just <laughs> yeah. went and got like a soda, talked to my, ch- chatted with my roommate. What's the What's the name of the president? There's also the president of the Deep Dayton fan club. What's What's that guy's name? Uh, it's Dustin Throat. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. That's That's an actual thing. Oh, the... That's That is a Watergate reference. <laughs> Yeah. Deep Throat was the was the whistleblower for Watergate, the the confidential informant for um, Deep Throat the investigation. <laughs> wow. I mean, to be fair, Nixon's campaign buttons said you can't lick our dick or something like that. Yeah. So things were different back then. But different time. Deep Throat is very funny now. <laughs> also, hold on. Yeah, actually, whoa, this is weird. What? Sorry, I fell on a rabbit hole. Of what? So. The Watergate scandal actually coincided chronologically with Linda Lovelace's invention of the deep throat. Whoa. Is that called a is that called an invention? I don't know. Wait, which deep throat? <laughs> uh the sex one? The the sex one. She was an early porn actor. Oh. That 
supposedly invented deep throat i don't think i don't think you can claim that uh, didn't, didn't invent it she there was a 1972 film called deep throat that was like very big in the adult injury at the time there's an amanda seafried movie about it i haven't seen it <laughs> all right uh well right right that one down linda lovelace yeah linda lovelace dustin why do you have a pencil in your hand linda <laughs> <laughs> no um now i won't forget Anyway, no, but yeah, 1972 is when Watergate broke and also whenever she invented the ether. So I don't know who who was named after what. Uh, I think she You think just... that the guy was like, call me Deep Throat. And the next day the movie got announced and he was like, dang it. <laughs> it was such a cool name. It's like, that's not what I meant. Not what I meant, guys. <laughs> guys. <laughs> who did this? What is Bridgegate? I'm just going to be on Wikipedia for the rest of my life, I guess. The Fort Lee closure scandal. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Let's, okay. let's, let's move on. I, break me out of this. And break. Break. Are you ready to start the actual news? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of interesting that you did the, the Colonel Sanders thing because our first story is actually about Wendy's. And, and we're going to start with the multiple choice. Hmm. So Wendy's has done an interesting marketing thing this week, following in the footsteps of the I Love You Colonel Sanders dating simulator. So I'm going to list for you four options, and you're going to tell me which you think that they did. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so listeners, if you, if you want to play along, then go ahead and listen to the options, and I'll give you a second to pause before, before I tell you what the true answer is. And if you want, send us your reasonings. We'd love to hear it. So, so what did Wendy's do? Did they A, invent a spicy chicken cereal? Did they B, invent a dating simulator of their own to combat Colonel Sanders's? Did they C, make a condiment with the horrible name Catch Turd? Or did they D, create their own tabletop RPG? I'm going with Catch Turd. <laughs> catch Turd? Catch Turd. So a mix of ketchup and mustard? Yeah, with a name that they did not think through. Must Up wouldn't have been good either, though. They, their hand was really forced on there. They really must up. <laughs> I think they would have been better with, like, orange goo. <laughs> that probably would have been their best route. Or they could have called it something <laughs> that isn't... Yeah, they could have called it, like... Gerald. Yummy, <laughs> yummy sauce. Tater tot sauce. I don't know why I always dipped tater tots in a mix of ketchup and mustard. Okay, catch turd is my guess. What's your guess? Well, okay, so I, I absolve myself from this one because I do know the answer. Okay, yeah, so date. <sighs> we talked about this a little bit because he brought it up after I had already written the, the show notes. So, um, anyways. I had no knowledge of this. You were there when we had the conversation. Nah, but you didn't spoil anything for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so go ahead and pause it now. And then when, when you unpause... You'll hear the answers. Okay, I paused it. Yeah, I've stopped recording. <laughs> so, Feast of Legends is the D&D style game oh! uh, centered around the slogan, Fresh Never Frozen. It takes place in the town Freshtovia and the nation Beefskeep, which is great. And the game itself is a simplified D&D style game. Uh, I hear the mechanics operate like somewhere between the fourth and the fifth edition of D and D. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little unclear. They change the stats up. Yeah. No edition includes Wendy's. Well, now there is one, uh, and the PDF for it is ninety-seven pages long. Mm-hmm. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> this is for real. There are different classes in there, which include Order of the Beef, Order of the Chicken, and Order of the Sides. And the villains are uh, clown masks. Ronald McDonald. Yeah, yes. Wait, really? Yes. Really. Oh my gosh, that's mm -hmm. so good. Yes. Is Tony the tiger a villain? 
I know that's serial, but... You mean in general? <laughs> I feel like... He, no, in general, he is the hero. No, in general, he's terrible. I just... Also, he's not a fast food mascot, you dingo. But he is in the game. That's true. Is he really? No. No, he's not in the game. I, I don't know why I said that. So true. it's like... So Ronald McDonald... Uh-huh. Uh, the bad guy. The one threatening beef's keep. What other fast food places have, like, actual human mascots? Burger King. Yeah, Burger King. There's the haunted Jack from Jack in the Box. Okay. There's the sexy burger lady from Carl's Jr. Oh my god, don't talk about that. Do they stop the sexist advertisements yet? I think so. Oh, for like the thick burger stuff? Yeah, they're like, I'm a woman. Look at how big this burger is. It's so big I can't even fit it into my mouth. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite shameless. Those advertisements could never be a thing in our time now. They still are, though. They were they were shockingly late and tone deaf. Uh, for uh, for dedicated listeners, you might know I'm a real gamer. I've got that real gamer cred. He's Kirksville's king DM. Who's my little dungeon master? <sighs> Who's my little dungeon master? I'm your little dungeon master. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna, who's gonna create a dragon that's gonna kill all the all the bad guys? Create a dragon that's gonna kill all of them. I know. <laughs> anyway, um, I I'm a very avid D and D player. I I DM a lot, and uh, so this this hit my radar pretty quick. Me and my friends actually have already planned to. I'm I'm gonna be running a running the adventure that they include in the Feast of Legends PDF. So I'll tell you guys how it is. Justin, what are you doing with your eyes? I was closing my eyes to think, like, well, I was thinking, with podcasts, you don't really know how the people look, you just hear their voices, uh-huh. and you talk a lot about, <laughs> they, they, and you talk a lot about all the money you spent on chicken nuggets, $200, all the onion rings you eat, all the- f- Hot Pockets wrappers that are everywhere. Yeah, all the Hot Pockets and-, and My foot infections. Your, your, your foot <laughs> infections. They, they probably think you're like a, a, a grubby grease dude, but no- <laughs> <laughs> a little, little grub slug, but no, you're pretty. You go to the gym. You're you're pretty well, well put together. <laughs> I am, I am the soul of a grub slug in the body of a of a young man. <laughs> Nobody would ever know by looking at you that you go. Your room has a dripping ambience. <laughs> yeah, well, just I keep the camera, the uh, FOV of the camera pretty clear. Literally like tell me when you can't see my hand. Can't there. see it. Yeah. Like here, I'm touching like <laughs> a, a wall of slime congealed grease and beef fat. <laughs> I'm, I'm, my hand is going directly through just a fatberg level of <laughs> Yeah, you kind of use you kind of relied on that visual goof there when this is an audio medium. So uh Oh shoot, you're right. That's bad that's radio. That's bad right. We're we're all is on that... Discord right now and we could see each other and he put his hand to the edge of his visible viewing screen. Yeah. yeah. It was hilarious. It was so good and everyone <laughs> laughed and everyone said <laughs> Dayton, you're funny. The point is um you guys can't see me from the waist down, but I am just sitting in uh, a trash can. I'm just <laughs> sitting in a trash, trash can. can. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, where were we before all of this? Oh uh, yeah, what happened? Yeah, I blacked out. Did we even say a news article? Feast of Legends. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Feast of Legends. Oh yeah, yeah, because I closed my yeah. eyes. Dude. It's got some it's got some stuff they included in Adventure. They actually partnered, by the way, with Wizards of the Coast, the company that makes D D. They did. That I would like to work for one day. Wizards of Coast, please hire me. Um Is that like your dream job? Uh it's it's one of my two dream jobs. What's your other one? Journalism? Yeah. What kind of journalism? Let's just Hey guys, we've been we've really been harping on this. I think we've been too funny this episode. Let's just let's just talk about my career aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> we have to play this game. We have to play. Yes, we need to do a collective date and goes deep segment. Uh, and you need to DM a, a yeah. Oh. DM our feast of legends. <laughs> if there is fan generated interest, pause for uh, fans to cheer. <laughs> <laughs> then we could maybe do like a special episode where I run a feast of legends. Oh one my shot. god! Oh, I will say this about it, and Lenny, I don't know how I don't know how deep you read into the PDF. I've given it a read through because again, I'm probably going to be playing it. You get passive stat bonuses if you are eating Wendy's. Eating. Oh my yeah. gosh. It, and if you're eating stuff from another brand, you get debuffs. <laughs> yeah, if you get uh if you're eating like pizza, then you have to take your charm stat down by oh two. Oh my word, yeah. that is insane. Yeah. And, but almost like it's crazy. Almost effective. Yeah. See, like I really wanna play this. I could see people yeah. like so, being like, oh, well, I want to play this. Let's get some Wendy's so we can buff our stats. Yeah. What the heck? I just love... I would. I love the image of, like, you're, you're three years into this Feast of Legends campaign. And it's like, we're going, we're going in to fight the, to fight the big bad. Give, I, need 20, I need 20 nuggets. I need 100 orders of fries. We're going to last this all night. <laughs> I got to stock up. Oh, my gosh. I need those buffs. Generally, whenever companies pull these sorts of stunts... Like making games or like cool hip new ways to advertise to the to the youths. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's super hokey and and cheesy. But this one, I can, I think I can kind of get down with. I'm my interest is. Uh, yeah, you can't make that argument when we grew up playing Cocoa Puffs and Captain Crunch Cocoa computer Puffs. games. Yes, we did. That's true. Back in the good old days, whenever you got computer games in your cereal. <laughs> Those are fun. They were pretty fun. Uh, two things. First of all, uh, I was when I first heard about when I first heard about Feast of Legends, I was torn fifty fifty between like consumerists well, and that must have been a blast to work on. And I've kind of settled on the latter. Yeah. Um. So we have to play. But also, guess what game I also played last night before Colonel Sanders? Oh God, what? I Spy Spooky Mansion. Oh. How? How did you do that? Um, my friend has it on CD-ROM. I miss that game. No one's gonna get this. That's what it was. No one is going to get this. Reference. No one's gonna get this. There. Do you guys? Do you guys want to keep it? In here? I'm curious to see who all grocks. Because two of my other friends had also played it. Yeah, it's the best game. I do like it because there's like it's it's you know for younger audiences and there's like oh the branches of this tree spell out the word boo and then there's one room which is just a closet full of dolls. Ugh. I thought you were gonna say dead people. That's awesome. Basically. Dolls are all haunted. Seasick pills. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You just drew, <laughs> you just went deep into the well of memories. and <laughs> I know. Wait, what is that? What is seasick pill? I just remember the uh, voice. Seasick pill. That's from, I think, the pirate one. I was thinking about that one. I thought, I thought they were the same game, so I was really surprised whenever we beat Spooky Mansion and it was, like, done. I think we had multiple I Spy games. Yep, just those two. Do you guys remember the oh, oh Phantasmagoria? 
Bro. That one was weird. That I think that's where mom and dad got my name from. Because they had that game from a couple years before I was born. And the lady's name is Adrian Delaney. So they said that they got it from a baby book. But I think they got it from that scary video game. <sighs> so you got beef with mom and dad. No, it's a great game. I'm very upset, though. I got beef with dad. Why? I remember that one time when we were filling up water into a pan to make macaroni or something. And we were waiting for a really long time because our water took forever to go hot. Because we wanted to fill uh-huh. the pan with hot water so it would boil faster. And he told us that cold water boils faster. Yeah. I'm beginning to think that he wasn't telling the truth. <laughs> that he wasn't telling the truth, but that is a common myth. Oh, really? Based on the fact that hot water does freeze faster. The moral of the story is that dad is a liar and you should come confront him. Yeah, I'll go. I'll battle him. If he lied about that one thing, then stands to reason that he lied about every single thing ever. Hmm. I guess I'll, I'll just have to have Santa give me like a really good knife this year. Um. <laughs> I'll write a note to him early so I could fight dad. <laughs> What's up next? For our next story, Dustin, you might like this one a lot. Um. Is it about cows? No. It is not about cows this time. I have not seen any good cow-related headlines lately. This one is about a pug. Oh, my gosh. That was hired by 343 Industries, the Halo people. Yeah. They were hired by 343 Industries to make alien sounds for Halo Infinite. Oh, my gosh. Pug noises are perfect yeah. for that. Pug noises. Uh-huh. They're, it's going to be like the voice of maybe a bad guy or, or maybe your animal companion. I, they don't. We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. How sick would it be if Master Chief just had a pug? <laughs> That's how pugs are. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch the video of this pug just doing things online with uh with a high it's a pug ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> so uh What was this pug's hourly? God. Surprisingly? Minimum wage. Yeah. All I'm saying is SAG AFTA is gonna have three four three in court. What? So that's a joke about the voice actors guild. Oh. Ha! No one got it. I know. Someone out there got it. Someone out there is laughing very, very hard. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, her name is Gyoza, and she looks like a very good girl. Isn't Gyoza like a, like a fried dumpling? It's a, a, a Japanese steamed dumpling, I think. I had it uh, the other day. I got like a big, I got a boat at a sushi place, and it had Gyoza in the pile of tempura. Oh, that's delicious. It actually does look, it looks fried, actually. I think I mean, it could be honest. Yeah, it's, it's oh. te- it came with the tempura, so it's fried. It, it came with tempura and a pug. And a pug. It came with a pug. Gyoza's such a good name for a pug. I know, especially her. You have to look her up real quick. I'm, I am. So, so Gyoza's sounds include grunts, breaths, and excitement. Oh. I know. She's so sweet. You have, you have to look her up. Everybody, take a moment. Pause here and just go look this little pug up. So, well, no, don't watch it right now. Don't watch it right now. Wait until you're having a bad day. Wait until you're having a bad day and then listen to the alien sounds that Gyoza the pug makes. Particularly excitement. Oh, they're so good. Let's see what this pug is made of. Ah, oh, it's just a cute pug. It's just a cute. This is a very. This is a nice little stopgap article where we can just be like, I'll. Look at this little, look at this good, this good girl. Okay, uh, yeah, for those of you who aren't pausing immediately to look this up, Gyoza, the pug, is the most excited, shiny-eyed pug that I've ever seen in my entire life, aside from Tannard, which is Destin's half-pug. <laughs> I don't know, I don't honestly have much to say about this, other than, aww. <laughs> I know, I, 
I think that it's a really um, interesting choice, but like in a good way. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. Like who would think? It's like, I mean, Foley gets, goes some places. Foley worked at goes some places. So I'm not surprised that it eventually spiraled out into living things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how Foley work is usually like springs and white paper towels. And, and now now it's pugs. Now eventually you just bring in a pug. If you're choosing an animal that you're uh, that you're going to use to make alien noises, I think pug is is a pretty solid choice. Oh yeah, yeah, pug is the closest thing to an alien that we got. <laughs> I'm not fully convinced that pugs aren't aliens. There's no solid evidence here. No, but if I'll be honest, if Gyoza didn't get paid scale, I'm sending a strongly worded email to three four three. I'm gonna contact Master Chief himself. <laughs> Okay, so are, are we ready? There's really yes, nothing else to add fire. to that one, aside from, please go look this up, because it is adorable and sweet and wonderful. Gyoza is a great name for a pug. We're signal boosting Gyoza. I'm going to name no. a pug Gyoza one day. In honor. Um, yeah, this is a very gamer-heavy episode. Yes, it is. Um, I think I that's like it, it, though. Our next story comes from Indonesia. Where SpongeBob was recently banned for being too violent. Uh, Thank you. Someone realized (laughs) SpongeBob is where I learned to fight. I couldn't be the only one. I wouldn't have made it on the streets without SpongeBob. (laughs) SpongeBob is where I learned to deal with my anger. Yeah. Through violence. SpongeBob is where I learned to deal with my excitement. (laughs) Through violence. (laughs) My butt waggles and then I smash a brick in half. So uh, the violent acts include throwing a cactus and hitting someone in the face with wood. Uh, th- those are the ones cited in the letter that the Indonesian Broadcasting Commission sent out, the warning letter, uh, to the television station that aired the SpongeBob movie. They said that by airing it, they're violating the code of conduct. And included in the, in the letter is the sentiment that R-rated programs are forbidden. So they didn't directly say that spongebob was r-rated but the implication was definitely there due to the violence yeah meanwhile in america we are so 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 scared of boobies but you can show kids killing kids to to kids all the time all day every day this is a non sequitur but there was this i can't remember what the show was i think i've been hannibal but somebody was um what's it called there's like a form of killing someone I'm not sure if it was a Viking thing, but basically you'd like flay their rib cage out through their back to look like wings and string their intestines across, like something crazy like that. It's yeah. like uh called eagle eagle something. It's like eagle something. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and there was a scene where they found a body of a woman and her ribs were cracked and flayed out through her back and her organs were strewn out and sort of like were were suspended through them, uh, and there were. Two tiny little sensor squares over her nipples. <laughs> oh my gosh. Most, that was the most disgusting part of that image. Priorities. Man. Anyway. But SpongeBob, I've gotten more and more respect for that show as I've gotten older. Because I yeah. remember how they have some good jokes. They have some really good jokes, dude. But I... also it was very... There's a point in one of the episodes where, like, they drop a couch on SpongeBob or on someone's toe. Squidward's toe, and it's like... It was Squidward's toe. And then they pull it off, and you see his toenail come off and, like, attached by a... Like, it, oh, my God, it's gross. Like a meat string? A meat string. Mm-hmm. It can be pretty brutal. I I mean, I love SpongeBob. Um, mm. I went through, like, the teenage phase where I was like, I hate SpongeBob, because I'm not a kid anymore. Didn't we all? Yeah. But uh, I've come back around 
and I've watched it recently, and there's there's just gold in there. Like the episode with the maniac, where <laughs> where they're trying to find the maniac, and Patrick is on the phone with SpongeBob, and he says that he sees the maniac, and SpongeBob's like, "What is he doing?" Mm. And Patrick says, "He's just standing there, menacingly." I've uh, probably seen that episode like <laughs> great twenty plus times. Yeah, SpongeBob's the maniac. Spoiler. Yeah. 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 Uh, there was the episode where Plankton and Mr. Krabs switched bodies. And they give the the patron a bad burger, and the guy goes, "Is this a joke?" And Plankton goes, "Well, in a cosmic sense, yes." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some deep jokes in there. Anyway, no need to uh, talk about our favorite inside inside SpongeBob goofs. <laughs> but yeah, banning SpongeBob, I think. We would be surprised what needle SpongeBob threaded, because there, not far before us, there was a generation that didn't have SpongeBob when they were growing up. How did they make us, it? There were people that didn't care about SpongeBob when they were growing up. How did they make it? Yeah, how did they learn Street Fight? What What would they do when someone's shoulder checked them in the line of the cafeteria? <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't hit someone in the face with wood. Yeah, throw a fork at their head. They didn't toss their cactus. They didn't throw their cactus at the person. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a pretty scrappy show. I guess there is the whole thing about karate. Like there's one episode where Sandy and SpongeBob are just beating each other up the whole time, beating the Christ out of each other. But I feel like I don't know. I almost just said that violence isn't that bad to watch, which I guess means that I'm uh too far gone already. Tell that to the Bobo dolls. To the what? The Bobo dolls. What's a Bobo doll? They're the Okay, so psychology. It's a fun psychology study joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's what, that's what our program is about, is jokes Funks. about uh, academic papers. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, the Bobo doll one is where those kids were just beating the beating the Holy Spirit out of this doll. Because <laughs> yeah, kids are pretty evil. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gone to a fight, a play fight with a kid? They don't hold back. They'll punch you right in the throat. And then they'll then they'll tell you to man up when you start tearing up. Dustin? Screw you, Brock. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Brock. You hit me in the throat. <laughs> Dude, I was um, volunteering at this... Uh... He's been watching too much Spongebob. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Me and a group of a group of people were volunteering at this preschool and we were like helping play with the kids and like that kind of thing. And there, during recess I was there was one kid who was like I think they were saying I was Robin and they were Batman and they were running around doing like superhero stuff. And I feel really bad about this, but I pointed to one of my coworkers and was like, Look, it's the Joker. And the kid <laughs> ran up and just punched him as hard as he could in his in his nuts. <laughs> Just punched, just socked him right below the belt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor guy. (laughs) To be fair, it was an effective way to stop crime in Gotham. (laughs) (laughs) Mini Batman Batman nut punching the Joker. (laughs) How did the Joker retaliate on that one? He didn't. The kid was four. He (laughs) fell to his knees. He fell to his knees and started crying, and then the kids started crying because that's what kids do whenever. <laughs> he fell to his knees and he started crying, and the crying turned into laughter, and then he actually became. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, was humiliated for the last time. It's all yeah. your fault. God, I, I feel bad. I forgot about that until you mentioned, but I do feel bad about it. That's, that's pretty good. good. 
Yeah, kids are brutal. Oh, yeah. I will say this. When I was very little, every t- when I was learning how to sit up, every time I sat up, Destin would run up and hit me on my forehead so that I fell back down. That is true. Yeah, I was making you stronger. <laughs> how easy is it for you to sit up now? It's like second nature, right? You're welcome. <laughs> uh, do we have anything that we want to add to that one? I'm not judging Indonesia's decision to ban SpongeBob because it is violent. In fact, mm. I think America kind of has its priorities backwards a little bit. I watched uh, the episode of Adam Ruins Everything about the rating system, and the people that rate our stuff don't really follow rules. Like, it's what they think is wrong. It's like five anonymous parents from somewhere in California, and they are responsible for, like, choosing what ratings movies have, but they're, like, tilted against certain things that are not necessarily the most progressive things to be tilted against. Yeah, they are tilted against, they'll say it at the same time, three, two, one, anything anything gay. gay. Yes. Um, (laughs) So for this next story, I actually have three that I just want you guys to choose from because I really couldn't pick which one was like funniest or like which one had the potential to be funniest. Also, in in true to the, the gamer episode, a very gamer episode. Uh, this is like a choose-your-own-adventure sort of news prompt, okay? Precisely. So, if you want Garfield, turn to page 63. Okay. If you want nudists, turn to page 23. And if you want the band Kiss, then just stay on this page and keep reading. Uh, 63, right? It, Garfield? I'm going straight for Garfield, too. Yeah. I'm on the same page. Snap pick. Okay, well, let me let me tell you like what the what the actual stories are. There's a town called Garfield that has a cat problem. Recently, there was a big fire in somewhere, uh, and nudists with the fire truck had to help the fire department. Okay, and... yeah, you really misled us on the whole Garfield thing. I say we go nudists. I like. Well, it. well let me hear the band Kiss, but I do really like. I'm, I'm just so curious about the nudist thing now. Uh, the band Kiss is gonna play a show for sharks. Nudists. I say nudists. Yeah, I'm going to say nudists. nudists. I don't know enough about Kiss to be really funny. I was thinking of like a exactly. Kiss song shark pun. <laughs> uh, that's about all the sustenance the goofs would have been. I can't name a single Kiss song. Anyway, let's let's hit it. Let's hit the nudists. Yeah. Okay. With, with, with a really truck. big... Ha- Let, let's hit the nudists with the truck, with a fire truck. <laughs> yeah, all of them. So this happened in Rutherford County. Okay, so this lady named Susan Palmer saw smoke... Um, and called 911, and I guess there was like a like a multi-acre brush fire uh, near this nudist colony, and so the firefighters came out to to try to contain it, and then the nudists were all around, and so they were like, we have to save the nature, and so they got their old were 55... They, were they dryads? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. Okay. Uh, the nudists were actually, what, what'd you call them? Dryads? Greek nature spirits, like... <laughs> Like nymphs and dryads. <laughs> I like I like how d- when you first yeah. said, "Are they dryads?" Like, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." Well, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't know what dryads were at all. <laughs> I, I, I had context. There were context I didn't know either. I'm not knocking you, but I I also didn't pr- pretend to know. <laughs> well, here's the joke: is that I might be wrong. Dryads might not be Greek. No, that's a Greek word for sure. <laughs> A dryad is a Greek tree nymph or tree spirit of Greek mythology. Oh my god, how does he do it every single time? Yeah, you told one lie there, and it was, I might be wrong. 
<laughs> I knew your heart wasn't in it when you said it too. That's a very kind thing for you to say. And also paints me in a less than ideal light. <laughs> um, right. I mean that's that's pretty much the story. Is that nudists help firefighters with their old fire truck? And I just I love this mental image. <laughs> I, I like to think that they had a, one article of clothing on, and that was firefighter hats. <laughs> I love how many nudists were there. I'm. I want to visualize this properly. Uh, as many as makes you happy, to be honest. So they came out of the trees, and they're like, "Our home is burning." Yes. They just swung out from the trees. Get the get the tr- get the truck. <laughs> That's why we've kept it around, just in case. <laughs> um. Dude, I love I love the idea of like we can't contain this fire on our own. Like the the different firefighter <laughs> brigades are like realizing that this fire is too big for them. And then the captain looks out. <laughs> Someone's like, sir, it looks like there's a fire truck coming over the horizon. And he looks through the binoculars and just lowers them. <laughs> hand them to the other person who looks through. All the while, hanging off of this Mad Max fire truck, there's just a bunch of naked folk in <laughs> fire truck hats just whooping and hollering. Yes. Oh. That's my image. <laughs> Now, they're probably just normal folk, but also, wow, that's not safe. <laughs> that is not up, that's not up to regulation, my friends. They did not have the the proper safety equipment. Exactly. There's a reason firefighters, like, I understand the nudist philosophy of, oh, uh, people just wear clothes all the time, but they don't need to. They, they should, you, you know, don't let clothing restrict you. Firefighter clothing is not a fashion thing. <laughs> it's not really optional given the line of duty. It's like the same reason why you don't want to cook bacon without a shirt on. Yeah. Exactly. That's you rough. You get splashed. Do, do nudists wear aprons? Asking the real questions. Do nudists wear aprons? We only do real journalism here. I don't know. Google it. Do nudists wear aprons? When cooking bacon. Nine nudist resort rules of etiquette. Well, do they? Not it's not mentioned here. Nothing there about bacon shields. <laughs> so it does metal floss article does say they have footwear. Okay. So they might just be wearing some sneakers. <laughs> it says they eat in the nude. But do they cook? I can only eat naked. Feel the freedom. It's like little kids that get completely naked to poop. I did that. Hell yeah. Sorry, okay, I have nothing about aprons in the article. What were you talking about? The fact that little kids always get completely naked when they have to poop. That's not true. That was just Destin. <laughs> no, I did it too. What? And all the kids that I've ever babysat do it. Do they? Oh, maybe, I, maybe I did too then. I don't know. I don't remember. Little kids pull their pants all the way down to pee. I remember that. That That's the thing I know. I, I'm glad that the nudists were out there. I, I like to imagine that um the firefighter, like the nearby town and the nudists were like warring clans. <laughs> and that like after this, they just sort of nodded each other before the the dryads just walked <laughs> back into their forest dwelling, their glades. Yes, they saved their territory. Okay, so um, for the final story, I just thought that this one was cool. There's this guy in Limerick, Ireland, named Ross Walsh, and he scammed a scammer out of 25 bucks. Um, this is actually the third time that he's done it. <laughs> I don't know why he gets scammed so much or why he is so good at scamming scammers, but pretty much he got like this email from this dude that he was a big business banker named Solomon Gundy, and... <laughs> 
yeah. That's from a nursery rhyme and also a Batman villain. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Solomon Gundy, the Batman villain nursery rhyme big business banker, asked Ross Walsh for $1,000 because I, I guess he he claimed to have recently... Here, let me, let me read the exact words. Solomon Grundy, actually. But yeah. Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. Married on Tuesday. Became a big banker on Wednesday. Started scamming Ross Walsh <laughs> on Thursday. <laughs> so the the message that Solomon sent to Ross, um, it was an email titled "Business Opportunity." Yep. And it said, "Hello, friend. Pleased to be with you. I know this email will come to a surprise to you, but permit me to desire to go into business with you. My name is Solomon, and I'm big business banker looking to go into business with fellow enthusiastic <laughs> businessman. Yeah, I am big business banker." <laughs> Yes. I want you to invest 1,000 euros in my company for exchange for half business. My business is all about trading stocks. Last week, I made a small sum of 35,000 euros. You may wonder why I need 1,000 euro when I have 35,000. I want to teach young business people my knowledge, which comes at fair price. If you send me PayPal transfer of $1,000, we can begin immediately and become rich. Kind regards, Solomon. Checks out to me. Yeah, nothing, nothing sketchy there. Yeah, so that was that was the Solomon, or that was um... uh, that was from Solomon to the Irish guy. You sure? Because that sounds like that sounds like what a reasonable man, reasonable person would say. <laughs> right. Somehow, by uh, some strange stroke of luck and insight, uh, Ross was able to tell that this was not a genuine business opportunity, oh. despite the fact that it said business yeah, opportunity. Yeah, no, it said really business b- opportunities. So like, yeah. yeah. It said business really big. It did say that. It did say that. So you might think that it was a business opportunity. What? How did he know? I don't know. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well, keep going. Uh, so he responds to this guy uh, saying, my dearest Solomon, delighted to receive your intriguing business proposal. As you know, I am a very enthusiastic, <laughs> enthusiastic businessman and think 1,000 euros is an insult. I have attached proof of payment of 50,000 euros to get the ball running. <laughs> the ball running. Uh, one, thing, one thing you need to understand about doing business in Europe is we, we do things big. Please get back to me ASAP to discuss our next move. Best Ross. And he sent like a photoshopped picture of like a bank transaction that said that he was sending $50,000. Uh, <laughs> uh, he even like went so far like throughout their, their conversation. He went so far as to uh, tell the scammer that they need to speak in code to avoid the tax man. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, he sent this doctored picture of $50,000 wire transfer and asked if Solomon had received it. And Solomon said no, that he hadn't. And so Ross told him that the bank thought that this transaction was sketchy. And so they put a stop on the transaction because the bank said it was a scam. And so then he convinced Solomon to speak in code to avoid the tax man. Yep. Yeah. And so they started using terminology uh, from the Gaelic Athletic Association sport of hurling. So, yeah, they started using all this code and, like, talking back and forth. And pretty much the Irish dude ended up convincing Solomon Gundy that in order for the bank to approve the $50,000 wire transfer, Solomon has to send him $25 so that the it's like a two-way thing and it's less sketchy. So mm. the scammer trying to scam this dude gets scammed out of $25, which the Irish man then donates to charity. Oh, hey, that's a good ending to the story. Yeah, Dang, so, he did everything uh, right. 
<laughs> he did everything right. Yeah, he donated donated $28.36 to the Irish Cancer Society. Wow. Um, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And like the picture of this dude, he just he looks like the type of guy that would just do everything right. <laughs> <laughs> he has such a nice smile. Um, he's 22 years old. And from Ireland. And yeah, like, this is the third time that he's gotten money from a scammer. So I want to know more about the other stories, too, but I couldn't find any. Yeah. Uh, well, I think, unless anybody has some stuff to make, I think that's just a nice, like, narrative to end on. And on a positive note, how do you get into a scamming job? What's the interview like? <laughs> it's like, uh, are you trustworthy? Nope. Are you are you trustworthy? Nope. You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Apparently it works, though. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah. On this next segment of Dayton Goes Deep, I'm going to try and <laughs> scam vulnerable demographics. <laughs> um, okay, so. My friend my friend, uh, got DM'd by a Twitter account. The bio was like, I'm here to help out single mothers and college students and also have fun. <laughs> and their tweet was like, no nudes required. Just re- retweet this and I'll send you $500. What? No, wait, what? No nudes required? Yeah, that's how you start a tweet. Okay. Yeah. As though that were the pretense. <laughs> yeah. I know I look like I want nudes. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> They're not required. <laughs> I, I just want your bank information. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they should have uh, checked how humans work before they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. before they, before they went with that one. Um. Uh, is there anything else that you want to add to anything? Nope. Nope. Okay, guys, so what did we learn this week? We learned that a fried Japanese cuisine is a great name for a pug, and a pug is a great voice actor for Halo. That is true. We learned that Irish people have proficiency in insight. And speaking of that, uh, we learned that Wendy's is going to dethrone Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> <laughs> and we learned that Colonel Sanders, kind of a jerk. Kind of a jerk, Yeah. Okay, watch your back after that one, because they, they take drastic measures to people who try negging Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, you heard it here, folks. This has been another episode of Keep It Together with the Rose Bros, your most painless source of the rag, the scoop, and the skinny. I'm Dayton Rose. I'm Dustin Rose. And I'm Delaney Rose, and we're out with the old and in with the news. Happy birthday, loser. Happy birthday, loser. <laughs> <laughs>